Welcome back to another episode of the Ben and Berg's podcast with your favorite MBA and high school dropout talking everything crypto, business, and personal growth. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the studio. We just had a guest on Trace, and now we're doing just a one-on-one OG. Berg's and Ben, we're back together, mate. Mate, I love it. Good to have you back in Perth, mate. Just sauntered in. It's good, mate. Yeah. It's, it's it's a bit better when we're in person because the roasts, you know, there's no there's no delay on Zoom when you're just roasting me, so I can just come back at you pretty fast. Mate, you had the worst intent in Tasmania. <laughs> so for those that don't know, half the time on the pod, I'm just sitting there smiling and nodding, <laughs> and Ben's this little pixel that doesn't move. And I just hope to catch the tail end of that, that we edited it all together. <laughs> Much better. There was one episode I think you spoke for about 12 minutes whilst <laughs> He was in and out. I just went for it. It was the Bitcoin episode. I had a lot to say, so it was fine. As you joined back in, as you were finishing, so it was great. <laughs> so Ben arrives in Perth. What's the first thing he says? Mate, it's so cold here. I feel rugged. I'm calling the ACCC. Misleading deceptive product here, mate. <laughs> you blokes out here carrying on about how warm it is. It was freezing. Mate, you're in a t-shirt here. What are you talking about? I did roll off business class in fucking hoodie and a jump. I look like a homeless kid sort of rolling off, limping out. <laughs> yeah, mate, that's crypto for you. Bear market, mate. Bear market. Uh, but we're doing a bit of a personal update because it's been a minute. How long has it been since we've done an update? It's been a while, man. We've been very busy. You've been sauntering around in bloody Bali and yeah, yeah. had an operation for a couple of weeks. Yep. So it's been a while to recover from that. Yep. So we're going to be talking about post-operation uh, depression. We're going to be talking about some meditation, breathwork stuff. We're going to be talking about uh, my aura ring. Berg's and I are going to go monk mode. We're going to talk about that. Plus, Berg's is giving us a dunk update. Finally. Finally. Pay the piper. Has, has he dunked it? I still don't think he has. But anyway, we'll find out that soon. Uh, setting a few set challenges. Uh, I'm heading to another location on Tuesday, Berg's. Secret location. Secret location. I'll be sharing that. And then, uh, as always, meal of the week, meme of the week, and a few other bits and pieces. But let's kick things off. Mate, I had a double hernia operation. Good on you. Two weeks ago. Yeah. You were going to soft out of this operation. You're like... The business needs me. I don't want to do it. I'll be on my back. It's fucked. I can't do anything. Well, I had, I had softed out like for over a year. I'd push that shit back. I was like, fuck that. Like, yeah, you need, you're you like desperately needed it. You, yeah, I know. Just bad. ready to eat. Yeah. And gone through life without it. So it was uh, it was down in Tassie. You know, operation uh, went relatively well. Um, but I was cooked, mate, for a week. Had, had, was, I was on the hard stuff, the drugs, I was on the oxy, oxy, whatever that, what's it called? Oxycodina. Mate. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that was, I slept pretty well, that's for sure, and that stuff, but, mate, just lying there, can't move, it was shit, like, I tried to stay positive as much as possible, but literally it was just, you know, I couldn't move my left leg, so I was strapped to the ground, basically, Jeez. on heavy drugs, and just like, just going from full steam ahead to doing absolutely nothing, uh, was, it was a big change. And it was literally the day before, Ben's schedule is just mental as always. Even just talking to Trace before, you are known for the guy that just like everywhere, doing everything, your energy's infectious, you just go, go, go. You're doing that up to the minute of your operation, mate. Yeah. And then, and then post-op, I, uh, <laughs> I had some emails on my phone, I had to delete it. But look, the, you know, one of the things, it, it was quite depressive, it was quite sad, actually. Like after a few days, first couple of days was all right. It was like, yeah, okay, it's going to be cool. And then kind of settled in that I like can't walk or do anything. And you couldn't stand up for more than a couple. Nah, I couldn't stand up. I was hobbling around. It was really painful. Uh, after the first week, I was really getting like sort of batshit crazy. Like I, I was, you know, did the TikTok, did the did the YouTube, started reading YouTube. I was doing breath work. I was meditating. I was doing everything. And it was still like 11 a.m. in the morning. I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> Isn't that wild? Like yeah. when time, so this is the thing, like with time, you can experience time dilation. Mm. And that is the exact one where you want to do something. Like, now I'll do all these other things. You're like, oh, great. It's also for parents out there when you're looking after a kid, you're like, surely it's six hours and it's like 15 minutes. <laughs> I've got another five and a half hours of this. <laughs> it goes really slow when you're not enjoying it. Oh, as in a demoralized. Yeah. 
So yeah, after the first week, started to get back into work. And I, I mean, pre coming back from Bali, coming into my operation, I was, I was pretty worn out. I was pretty like pretty fucked. I was uh, pretty burnt out. I was really tired and started to even question. I was like, fuck, am I like really motivated to, to keep pushing through this bear market? Like it's been pretty tough. You know, we've been a lot going on. I started to question. I was like, do I enjoy this? Like yes, it's grueling. It's relentless. This is the conversation you and I had this week. Yeah. yeah. It's like, do you, you start questioning everything. You're tired. You're worn out. You're like, fuck, like. You're not getting paid much money. Like it's just a, just one thing after another. It's just like fire after fire. You're just getting tormented on Twitter. It's like it's just it's non-stop. You get ripped in the comments, mate. Oh yeah, I love it. Even by me. Give a government. And then went in my operation and just basically had that week off. And I was really sort of like a bit of soul searching. I was like, Fuck, you know what, you know what do you do when you don't have work? You know, and 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 the I, I was basically a week and the Wednesday rolled the following week. And I was like, I got to do something. Like I'm just done. I got to fucking do something. And started um, started to get back on my laptop and started doing work. And I was like, because I had no meetings booked in. It was just open calendar. And I had my laptop and I was just able to just just go into areas that I hadn't had time to really do before. And it hasn't had like free time forever. If you, if you have like an hour or two, it's going towards a dedicated task. It's, it's, not, like, yeah. it's not just, hey, I can do whatever I choose for this period of time. And, and, and it just allowed me to really like come in from a, Outside and by the way, throughout the week I had a list of stuff that I was like, I was like, I got to that, got to that. I was like, to do list. Anyway, I came back, and mate, I just realised, you know, as I started back working again, how much I love it. I it, that that week off, that week of not doing anything, reminded me when I got back into work of like, fuck, how much I genuinely love building, you know, businesses, working with you guys. I missed all our team. I missed you. I missed the pod. I just missed everything. And being able to like get back in and have this like undistracted three, four, five hours of work time to get into the business was just like, I was like, fuck, it's so good to be back. Isn't it wild where you start to think it's the business, am I doing the right thing? But it's actually you and your journey and how you're feeling. And it's your body telling you, you need a break. But you and I fucking useless at having breaks, mate. Well, mate, you, you told me this the other day, you were feeling similar, similar way and you're taking some leave next week. Cause you're like, fuck, I'm just knacking. I'm just done. Like you start questioning, you're like, fuck, do I actually enjoy this? And then you guys are always like mental, like analytical. Things. We're so extreme. We're not, we're not like, oh, I just need like a one week break. We're like, no, nah, I'm done. This thing, it's all over. It's weird. <laughs> um, but like, I think that was, that was a big thing for me. You know, it continues to remind me about that, you know, the, the, the reality of trying to, to take that break and, you know, have that gap and, you know, we push in our business, you're taking some time off, which I'm looking forward to you being able to do that because you just get that mental clarity, you get that sort of, you get to refresh and come back and really focus. And that's been a really big you know, quote unquote, focus for us this, this last couple of months, you know, after I came back from Bali, there was a big thing I pushed to the push to our team was like, you know, focus, you know, we, we were doing so much shit and, you know, there were so many areas that weren't really getting an ROI. And, and I really brought that into my personal work day to day coming after the operation. It's like, let's focus on the number one, most important thing that's going to move the needle. Like what is going to move the needle? You gained a lot of clarity from Bali and then you extended that with the leave that you took. Yeah. And I've noticed that in our meetings as well. You're like, why are we doing this? It's just not going to move the needle. Who gives a shit? Yeah. That task. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's, that's going to be a continual focus for me for the, for the remainder of this year and, 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 and also continue optimizing. So another thing that's kind of off the back of Bali, um, really gone deep on, on meditation. So I'm back doing Vedic meditation again. So Vedic med- meditation, I did a course probably two years ago. It's where you have a mantra, uh, and you sit there, I, and you sit there with, no audio, no nothing, and you and you basically replay your own mantra for twenty minutes in complete silence. And I used to do it; I used to love it. But then I got so caught up, I actually couldn't sit there for that long without headspace. So I rotated the headspace, yep. 
Headspace has been great, and I do use Headspace still, depending on the afternoon, sleep, whatever. But in the morning, I've gone back to Vedic, and mate, I'm just so I feel so much more calm and relaxed of a morning. No audio, literally just sitting there on my own for 20 minutes. I then journal, and then during the day, I'm adding in another 20 minute Vedic meditation, or I'm doing breath work. So today, before the pod, I uh, went home and did a 50 minute breath work, and this breath work is basically hyperventilating yourself to different music but then also holding your breath for about a minute or two at the full stomach and empty stomach for over 45 minutes. And you get these sparkling, uh, sorry, this um, sort of intensity in your skin, your, your body. Lack of oxygen. Lack of oxygen. Yeah, lack, lack, of, <laughs> for, for lack of oxygen. Your hands turn blue. Yeah. You, you get these warm sensations. and But really, like, you get, I, I, I sort of, in the 45-minute sessions I do, getting this sort of, um, you know, I sort of transition into this really, like, nearly, you know, unconscious or subconscious state where you go and you're not really... Uh, conscious in the moment anymore and you go through these sort of like weird sections where like for, for a few minutes you sort of just lose touch of reality and you can you come back and the energy and clarity I get after that and how calm I am I'll be go go go, go and I'll do this I'll come out and you know I feel I feel fucking sensational it's almost like your body's not there yeah you're just floating yeah so we're doing a pod we're live in the studio and I was trying to call Ben because I was here a little bit early and I'm like, okay, like, where are we going? Doesn't pick up his phone. I'm like, oh, classic Ben. He's probably on a call somewhere. Call him again. And your phone's weird. It rings once and then hangs up. And yeah, I'm like, so, so oh, let's just go straight to voicemail. What is this scam? So I've got it on do not disturb. Permanently, yeah. I should just go straight to voicemail. Oh, I, I think you're hanging up for me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm hanging up here. So anyway, I'll, I'll walk through this whole building, Rivik Park, and I'm looking for the place. I'm like, man, ain't no podcast studio yet. And of course, a podcast place, they don't have a phone number. It's a great place. What it is, I asked a lady at reception. So I walk into a reception and it's like a skin place. And they do like, you know, they've got IV drips. They've got, what are we drinking? We're drinking 9.5 pH water or something. You choose the pH on the machine. We don't know how it works. I've got a brilliant photo of you trying to use that, by the way. <laughs> and then she goes, okay, the podcast you're using here. Anyway, Ben rocks up and I'm like, he's looking really fresh. I'm like, mate, where were you? You're like, oh, mate, I just had to smash out a 50 minute meditation. <laughs> But, and I'm like, classic stitch up. But then you look really refreshed for having traveled here and got here today. Yeah. I to wake up at like bloody 5 a.m. Yeah, I was so tired, man. So I came to Perth, got his, it's like five and a half hour flight, crunched out like three or four hours of work on the plane, which is really good. Went to the cafe, got some lunch, crunched out some more work, but I was so cooked, man. I was like, fuck, I want to be just like, I want to be a just, just disaster on the pod. Uh, so I w- yeah, went back and did this, uh, did this breath work and yeah, just like, I don't know, man. It's just something about very relaxing. And anyway, that's just kind of continued. So uh, breath work, meditation. I'm now reading, mate. Like reading, I read for an hour the other night. So I'm listening. I've got the audio. So for those that struggle reading or have ADHD or whatever, like I, I have the audio book that I listen and read at the same time. So finish the way of the peaceful warrior book. Highly recommend anyone that's wanting to like just focus on themselves and just get a really good sense of, uh, you know, you know how to sort of navigate challenge their life. Why the Peaceful Warrior was recommended to me by a business mate. You have to read it. But you read me like a paragraph on it. Yeah. I'm like, it's like a next, it's a more understandable, relatable meditations. It, it, it's, yeah. So it's like a, it's, it's a story of a kid that is growing up and he meets this sort of uh, old guy called Socrates and he sort of, you know, moves him through life. You know who Socrates was? I mean, I've heard of Socrates, but like, I, I don't know exactly the backstory. Greek philosopher. Yeah. So a couple of quotes here is like, uh, you know, a, a warrior doesn't seek pain, but if it comes, he uses it. Everything has a purpose. Uh, uh, your mind is the source of your mood. 
first realize you're in prison, then we can plot your escape. Like, it's like this is proper stoic philosophy. <laughs> the mind is an uncontrolled random thought bubble brought into the awareness from the subconscious. It's like, let's <laughs> read that, yo. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, so. And the whole stoic thing is like, oh, this happened to you? Great, use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one with nature, yeah. the natural world. <laughs> But it's it's really like the the biggest thing is around discipline and just being disciplined. Like you know, s- you know, stop doing those things that are, uh, you know, um, that are affecting your life. Just be disciplined. Be a be a peaceful warrior. Just go about and do do your fucking thing. You know, so we lose focus. And never said we get caught up in the bullshit. So I'm reminding myself discipline. Whenever I, I start, I get on my phone. I'm scrolling. I'm doing. I'm like fucking disciplined. Fuck that. Put that down. What am I doing? What am I doing? You got to keep them. We'll keep each other in check. We will. Now, mate, you have to tell me about what happened. You had the operation. You had a Bit of a bit of a thing growing, mate. Oh my god! So I didn't shave for a week, <laughs> and uh, and for anyone that knows me, I cannot grow facial hair to save myself. It, it looks horrendous. It's a it's a patchy, you know, filthy looking thing. My family were even telling me to fucking get it off, and I and I jumped on a callback. So my first call back eight days after operation, get a call with one of our team, and the guy, I'm gonna name him. She fuck it. Yeah, it was Leon. <laughs> Shout out to Leon. Shout out to Leon. He would tell me what's what. I was like, hey, Leon, what's going on? And he's like, bro, you look like shit. <laughs> so for, the, for those listening, explain what it actually looks So, you know, if we know where, you know, Hitler had his you know, moustache just below his nose, I basically got hair everywhere else but there. <laughs> You're the reverse Hitler. <laughs> it was horrendous, mate. And uh, after sort of copped out from Leon and... I think I had some content to do. I was like, right, I tried to, to clean this up. Your brother ripped you when I was on a call with you. Oh, mate. He's like, is that Berg? He's like, yeah, nah, he looks like shit, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. Was, the exact quote, he looked like grandpa something. So, he was so good. So good. Uh, and then the last thing, Berg's, I'm back on my aura ring. So, the aura ring is a uh, little ring that just sits on your finger that tracks your uh, a range of different things. But primarily, it helps you with your sleep. And I actually had it for about a year ago. And I stopped using it because the algorithm I felt was just shit. They had beta mode. So basically on the normal mode, it will tell you had a good sleep. You turn on beta mode, so you had a shit sleep. It's like, what the fuck? You know, what's the point? What? So I just fucking, I was like, right, I'm not using it. Um, it's yeah, it's a scam. This data's not true. Then they came out with a new update about a month ago, read through the documentation. Basically, they were saying that it's the best algorithm in any other market. And this is the clinical tested to where they're in about 80 something percent of clinical tests of if you were in a clinical trial, sleep trial. And mate, I'm hooked again. I'm hooked. Oh, here we go. That I'm hooked. I've got me. So, mate, I'm just like, I'm just going hard on my sleep score. So, it basically, gives you a sleep score, and in that sleep score, it gives you a range of different things into in terms of your total sleep time, your sleep efficiency, your restfulness, your REM sleep, your deep sleep, your latency, your timing, and then it gives you a sleep score, and then gives you a readiness score on the day, Bergs. All right. So, Ben, are you human optimization? I am 100% human optimization. I am, I'm like optimizing the shit out of this. Lights off. I'm on. I'm on the. I'm on the herbal teas. I'm on the melatonin. You know, we'll see you soon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, we have to go there later. The lights come off. It's it's now before I'm reading. Going to bed. Temperature at about 19 degrees. Like an hour before. Not drinking, mate. I am like optimizing the hell out of it. And the my best score so far is still still needs work, but it's about 82 out of 100. Um. But mate, yeah, I'm hooked. Cause sleep, right? We 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 spend we spend a quarter of our, uh, one third of our life sleeping. Yeah. Minimum. Because you've got to think about the time you fuck around when you wake up in bed yep. and then the time getting to bed as well. We spent a quarter of our, a third of our life sleeping and, and a third of our life our work minimum. Yeah. And, and do you hear any 
thing about anyone telling you how you should sleep. Like, no. A third of our life you sleep. And it's one of the most important things for your health as well. Isn't it crazy to think about our human bodies need eight hours a day to recharge? Yeah. Plug ourselves in and recharge the batteries. And it's gone. Like, if you look at history, um, there was a book by, I think it's Matthew Walker, Why We Sleep. Um, amazing dude. He's a researcher. Beautiful mop of hair. Yeah. Unbelievable, <laughs> mate. It looks like one of those models. And he was like, yeah, back in the day, you'd sleep like 14 hours and it gradually went down. And even in the last 100 years, we've gone from, or 50 years, it's gone from nine hours of sleep to an average of seven hours of sleep. If the difference between eight and seven hours, just one hour difference of sleep, you have the same cognitive capacity as being legally drunk. Wow. Over 0.05. Oh. And all these sleepy people are going around. It is incredible. So does it also tell you like you're in the top X percentage of people? No, nah, it doesn't give me that. Oh, it needs yeah. to do that, mate. That's, that's deletable. It doesn't give me that. I mean, you can connect it with friends. So if you got this, like you and I could do a good test. Get too competitive, man. All right, let's do it. <laughs> um, but Berg's another thing. Oh, here we go. I, so I had a I had a date on uh, on, on Saturday. All right. Right. I had a date. and Is he good looking? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, for, for all those single folk out there, you know, hats off. It's it's a it's a tiresome game. It's, a, it's you know it's a tough game. Us single boys, you know, we, we and, and ladies out there, you know, we're grinding away. And I was nervous, Berks. So so Saturday rolls around. Why were you nervous? Well, it's a date, mate. Like I was trying to you know make sure. Well, you're that, nervous with all your dates. It's just a normal. Yeah, no, I get nervous. Right. Oh, you're a married man, mate. I just probably don't get it. I know what you mean, but yeah. like you've never said you were nervous before a date before. Oh yeah, I get nervous. Yeah, you know, well, I don't want to you know don't want to look like a dickhead. And. uh this was why you didn't send your meal back back in the day. Remember that? Like, remember you had a restaurant and your meal was crap and it wasn't cooked right at a steakhouse. So you sent it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and because I had my aura on, I was I was checking afterwards. I was like leading up until uh till the day, mate. Like my my BPMs hit out at, at the top of like 130 beats per minute before the day. Oh, mate, that's like jogging. I was sweating, my sweating my pants, mate. Anyway, unbelievable. So, how are you going post surgery, mate? You had a bit of a slump there. Yeah, how was it for you? Yeah, still, still working on it. So they nip, they nipped a, uh, the nerve in my leg. So that was another thing that sort of put me back. So I'm not working. What happens when you go for surgery in Tasmania? They only got yeah. surgery three years ago, mate. They're not like <laughs> they still use uh, they use chopsticks to open you up. So and Lonnie had to go to La Hobart. Lonnie, mate. Lonnie, yeah. Same, same guy. I've had a hernia operation. Same guy. Yeah, but this. And the other one was like what ten years ago. Same yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. A few. Well, he was, he, well, he was, he was old back then, and now you know. <laughs> Nah, he's good. He's good fella. I call him up though. He was like, "Mate, my leg's sore than my operation. Like, where you coming over? He's like, What's going on? He's like, Oh yeah, we probably nipped your leg. <laughs> Just a nerve, mate. Don't worry about it. You'll be right. <laughs> call, call. You watch his leg starts turning blue. You lose all feeling. He's like, he's like, I got, I got good beds for you if you need. It's gonna make you tired. So just let me know. It's like, cheers, mate. How's your leg now? Yeah, that's good, man. I, it's, a, it's, uh, it's, it's much better. I can't work out, but you know, I'm, I'm back on the road, which is good. Couldn't work out before anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of working out. The fans have been asking, mate. The listeners have been asking. They want a dunk update. Now, ladies and gentlemen, just want to you know, put it out there that I have very little faith that the Burgers has been able to dunk. Uh, as I said at the start, I wasn't, you know, this is like, you know, this is like England trying to win the Ashes. Like, it's just not, not going to happen. Burgs. <laughs> Give us an update. Where did you get to? All right. Let's remind everyone. So this was, oh, what was it? A four or five month challenge? Oh, my mate, JB. Actually, no, it was just a challenge. And JB said he would put $1,000, or maybe it was more than that, on a bar tab for Benenberg's people if I was able to dunk. And I think it was sometime in May. And 
let's go through a little bit of what happened. So I'm working out like a mad bastard, going hell for leather, doing lots of plyo, lots of lifting, and I got to a point. And that point, I was able to dunk a golf ball. So I was getting up there, mate. I was getting up there. So I would have had to have like, oh, probably another oh, 10 or 12 centimeters to dunk a ball. If you threw me a ball, I'd be able to tip it in. But what happened? Where did it all go wrong? Well, in March was when I had my nose surgery. So I'm like, fine, let's have the surgery two weeks, no problems. No. All the fucking shit that you just said with the post-op slump. Yeah, that's oh bad. That's fair. It was like sick, oh, like at least a month of like um, sinus rinses. Yeah. I couldn't even put my head forward. Yeah, there was that much pressure. And the recovery from that was insane. They're like, he was like, yeah, after a couple of weeks, you can kind of start exercising. So anyway, two weeks later, I go back and I'm like, bro, I want to start lifting again. He's like, oh yeah, you can kind of lift light stuff. So how much do you lift? And I'm like, 140 kilo deadlift. And he's like, oh no. He's like, you can't even lean over. He's like, I was talking about like walking and stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh shit. So the worst part is when you're at home, you've been doing something for a while and you want to continue and you have a goal and you can't, right? And literally you are so fatigued. It is so shit. It was absolutely the worst. Since then, it's actually gotten worse. So I've been exercising. I've been going back to the gym, but we've been working shitloads, like an incredible amount in the business. Shoulder was completely fucked. Like this morning, I'm like, better fuck off. I'm not doing the podcast. You can go suck a fat one. But I went and got a massage. Now it's all kind of fixed. I've got some leave chilling out. We talked about in the other one. I've actually started uh, allergy immunotherapy. So I'm getting injections. Highly allergic to dust, pollen, and grass. Getting those absolutely screwed me. But here's the thing. I've joined a gym, so I'm going to the gym, not just at my house because it's freaking cold, getting a PT, so I'll sign up tomorrow morning. Good. And this is still going to be my goal. So my goal is still going to be good to dunk a ring. Good. I'm going to get back to exactly where I was. Good. I'm going to exceed that because I'm actually going to have someone coaching me now, and I'm going to hit this fucking goal, or I'm going to fucking die trying. That's I love all there is to it. I love it. I think, I think you've had some setbacks. Fair enough. I, I do give you the benefit of the doubt there. It's not like you just gave in the towel. You have had some genuine restrictions. I didn't even tell you about my knees, mate. My God. So I'm deadlifting and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm feeling great, right? And then my knees just start hurting and I'm like, oh, fuck. Because all my mates have all had like ACLs. I've done It's dad bod, mate. My knees just like popping and clicking. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? When I'm deadlifting, it's feeling absolutely fine. It's not straining. But then it starts to hurt and I'm like, shit, I'm going to have to have like fucking six months off. <laughs> Turns out what it is, my wife diagnose me right because she's she's studying ot doing way too many deadlifts right because i'm doing five by five deadlifts i wasn't squatting because my back and all that stuff so overdeveloped posterior chain so my hands are just fucking huge oh but you're so my quads are trying to compensate and they're pulling on my knee so she comes up she literally massages over there and she's like do you feel better and i'm like i'm like squealing when she's doing it five minutes later bang pain's gone away i'm like fucking idiot so this is classic like, so just jump in. Jump gonna, in. This is going to be amazing. I know what's best. You, you need to speak to Geordie, bro. You need, so Geordie, like on on our, on when I was on my leg days, like it's just all legs, mate. Like it's just different part of the legs. It's like that helps your upper body. It's like, it's all, you got to talk to him, man. That's it, man. I'm signing up tomorrow morning. Good. So by the time this pod goes out, I have will have you spoke. Have you spoken to him? No, I haven't yet. You call him up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. tomorrow morning. I like it. So your, so your next 30 to 60 days, 30 days is gym and getting back into... PT and working out. Let's do this. Oh, I'm actually going to, what I want to do every day, I'm going to meditate every day Yep. for a minimum. If I want to set a minimum, it's going to be 20 minutes minimum. Yep. 
because half an hour is a bit much. Like sometimes, you know, you want to break it up, that yep. kind of thing. I'm going to exercise every day. What does exercise mean? It ain't a fucking walk, all right? It's got to be something that hurts. Okay. That's every day, seven days a week. Seven days a week, no fucking excuses. That's okay. what it is. So exercising for me is going to the gym and lifting or going on like one of those elliptical trainers or stair machines that fucking sucks or doing something like yoga or body balance because even though it helps me, it fucking sucks. Like that to me is proper exercising. Going for a walk or riding my bike or whatever, yeah. piss off. Whatever. Doing that. Or is doing sprints with a footy, something like that. Okay. Doing that. So it's meditation, exercise. I'm going to read for one hour a day. And wow. Yeah. Seven days a week? Yeah, seven days a week. That's easy. And I'm going to journal for at least, I wouldn't do half an hour, but let's say 15 minutes a day. This is, this is big. What are, what are you currently doing? Are you working out or journaling? And are you reading once a day now? Yeah, I read every day. Okay. I probably do at least half an hour reading. Okay. Mainly it's before bed and then I'll just pass out. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do that. I meditate daily okay. um, for about well, 10 minutes yep. or so. Just a headspace out before yep. trying to transition from something to the other thing. Yep. Uh, working out has honestly been about twice a week now. Yeah. This is the thing. Like, even though I've had the surgery and it was three months ago, building yourself back up. Oh my God. And like, I was working out and I was building back up and then I had like two weeks off. You just lose it all. Yeah. And man, I was seriously, I was just banging out deadlifts. So whatever that heavy, like you think about 90 kilos and I was out of breath. Yeah. It was wild. It was just so, so taxing. Yeah. I think cause the injections I'm getting as well, you get a bit of a respiratory thing as well. Yeah. I'm going to push through that as well. Go, man. Yeah. So meditation, exercise, reading, and journaling every single day, no excuses. Okay. Starting tomorrow. Okay. I love it. Okay. What are you going to do, mate? So I'm going back overseas on Tuesday next week. I'm heading back to Bali. Oi. I'm heading back to Bali. I'm heading back there for three weeks. Reason being is that I found so much uh, peace and focus over in uh, in Bali. Now, unfortunately, I can't work out. I can't do ice baths just yet because I'm still post-operation you've got to wait another two or three weeks but for the next three weeks i'm really going to i've got this quote-unquote monk mode now obviously not full monk but like i like this idea of in my head psychologically positioning myself in a space for a period like a sprint where i'm just going to go hard hard on myself and hard on on work so every day i want to have minimum the 20 minute vedic meditation in the morning plus one more either breath work or vedic in the afternoon Uh, i want to do uh Daily, daily gratitude and journaling in the morning and also journaling of an evening. I want to read every day. Plus, in terms of uh, phone usage and focus mode, I'll work. Really going hard on focus mode, using Brain FM, locking the phone away and just getting into the deeper shit and really coming out after your three weeks of, uh, of Bali, really tapping into, uh, just tapping into the no distractions, just being in a peaceful, tranquil place where I can meditate. I can, I can sit in feelings you know when i was over in bali sort of some stuff coming up around like loneliness and like some stuff of the shit i just want to sit in that and really push push through and just um face all of that so i can really come out strong on the other end that's that's a real goal that's amazing man yeah we used to do this on the pod where we set each other challenges yeah i know and we'd, we'd absolutely smash them yeah and now we've got like we've gone full we're going full in oh we have man yeah this focus this focus of ours is it's been we've been hot at it and like the last quarter we'll do a business update uh shortly but our quarterly Quarterly, we're coming up to the end of the quarter now. We've fucking crushed it, man. It's wild how business is crushing it. Yeah. And then like how I'm feeling and personally it helps. Just dropping. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, these are out of yeah, whack. Out of whack. Yeah. 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 So that's what I'm working on. We'll come back in a month's time and see how we go. Fantastic. Mate, shall we uh, get on to meme of the week? Hit us some memes, man. Wow. Hit us some memes. So those out there 
Um, you might have heard a little thing about a, a little submersible, a little submarine. So Ben and I had to spend about oh, a good 10 minutes going through the memes on my phone. Cheers, Tezza, you're a legend. Uh, he's my meme dealer. And honestly, they were just too spicy. Like, they were way too spicy. Like, it was too spicy for you and I, mate, let alone a podcast. Oh, mate, like, you go to jail. <laughs> so we've got, a, we've got a couple here. We'll throw them up on the screen. First one is hide the pain Harold with a cup of tea. <laughs> he's looking at a laptop. He's like, I'm done being an expert in submersibles. This weekend, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a specialist in the Russian, Russian military coup. <laughs> and this is just hilarious where I've seen so many versions of this meme where people, mate, on Twitter, they're like an AI specialist. And then all of a sudden they drop AI yeah. and they're like experts in submarines. They'll be back to NFTs next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now they're experts in like the, the Wagner coup or whatever it was that was happening yeah. in Russia. It's like, oh my God, there's people just pivoting from one thing to the yeah, next. Yeah, yeah. Super complicated topic. Yeah, yeah. Nothing about. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. And then we've, uh, we've got another meme here. And it's my parents are age 23. Let's migrate to another country so our kids can have opportunities. And the husband's like, yes. Me at age 23. You can put anything in this air fryer. For real. It's so good. It's so true. It's so good. Like you look at any nomad Twitter or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that. They're all like, oh my God, you get this grain fed beef from New Zealand and you chuck it in frozen yeah, yeah. air fryer to optimize your time. And you're like, oh my God, the things our parents had to do and the luck we have in our lives yeah. today, we are just so, so fortunate. So they're the two memes of the week oh, man. that I could actually show you because the rest they were, just, they were way too, oh, way too. Oh, we're getting arrested. <laughs> we'll get out of this place, mate. Okay. Meme of the, uh, middle of the week, mate. Yours is looking pretty, pretty sensational. This was incredible. So shout out to Tashi. You're an absolute legend. So this was a Friday and look, on my Fridays, I usually disconnect by making some pizzas, right? Yep. I'll ferment the dough for 48 hours and then I'll spin out some fat Napoli pizzas, chuck them in the wood-fired oven out the back. Have a couple of skewies and just off to the races. Good disconnect before the weekend, right? So this one, it's a Friday and I'm like, fuck this noise. Like I've just had it. Ben's been in Bali. Well, first Ben was in the States and Ben was in Bali. Then he has operation. So I've been doing a lot more in the company. I'm so now. I'm just absolutely cool. I'm doing way too much. I'm like, fuck this. So I went to the bottle shop. Actually, I went to four bottle shops. <laughs> four bottle shops. <laughs> Being a crypto uh, employee, mate. So I went to pick my car up, right? And... Oh, I gotta tell you about my car. So I take my car in for a service and I talk to this office um office lady and she's just she's not with her. She doesn't want to be there. So anyway, I rock up to pick my car up, wife drops me off, and I open the office and there's a dog in there, dog jumping all over me. I'm like, great, whatever. Where are the people? Like there's no one there. There's a dog in over there. And I'm like calling the phone, no one's picking up. You're in the office. Like, yeah, I'm like, hello, hello. Like it's like, do not enter. So like I push through and I enter the door. My car's still up there on the thing, and I'm like, where are these guys? I'm like, either they've knocked off and gone to the pub early. Or like they've had like a, a, an event happen. With like the doors open, right? Just yeah, one It's unlocked. So I wait around for 10 minutes and I'm like, look, I don't know what to do. So call the wife to come pick me up again. And I'm like waiting out the front and the guy just goes by and he's like, oh, can I help you? And I'm like, what, mate? What the fuck? Like, where is everyone? I need to get my car. And he's like, oh, mate, we're just on the truck. There's this small like snap-on truck that has all the tools inside and all the bloody um, mechanics are spending up all their money buying all the fucking tools. I'm like... For fuck's sakes, why have you got six people in there with the door closed? I'm running around this whole building going, hello, is anyone here? I need my car. Oh my God. Anyway, so I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off at work. I've had enough. I've done too much. I'm just the deal. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Work's great. People yeah. are great. But yes. just work is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then anyway, so we, we go to Tashi's place. So this is, um, so the kids can play. And she's like, oh, I'm making something. Oh, I went to four bottle shops on the way home, right? So I go to the first bottle shop. They've got, and, and what I want is I want a really thick porter, 
thick as mud, alcoholic, or something like uh, a bourbon stout, a fat stout, a stout, whatever the fuck. Give me one of those. Go to the first bottle shop, and it's just trash. It's a liquor baron, so chef, good stuff. But no, really. it's in the wood. It's in like Kenwick for those people who know where it is. <laughs> it's like where he's the hood. He's like, he's majorly the hood, right? Um, and no, he didn't have it. So I go to the next bottle shop, trash, absolute trash. Then I go to like the third bottle shop. It was like BWS, again, trash. Then I went to this random like thirsty camel, which was in like Maddo of all places, right? Maddington, again, the hood. But this this lad that was there, they had like the best beer. They even had Kentucky breakfast stout. They had a few other ones. And mate, I just got the best stout. So anyway, go to Tashi's place. Just get punched in these. Each can, 4.5 standard drinks. So, Holy so Brett, Brett and her husband and I, we just get on it, mate. Like, by the time food comes out, we're, we're pretty lippy, right? Like, yeah. So anyway, the food comes out and what is it? Amazing plate of nachos, like homemade nachos, beautiful, like kind of like chili con carne mix. Everything like the nachos have been put in the oven. Cheese is melted perfectly. She's made this amazing like guac from all these avocados, fresh cut up chili, sour cream, and a bit of um, coriander on the top. Mate. You know when you're really pissed off and you had a few beers and you just want some nice comfort food that you're in the spot? Mate, this was absolutely incredible. This was like a gift from heaven. Tashi, 10 out of 10. Yeah, we go. Loved it. Looks good, man. Unbelievable. Right, mine's a little bit more plain and boring because uh, I haven't been taking too... Because it's been a minute. I sort of forgot to take photos of my food. Uh, but mine, uh, I stayed at Crown for a night. This is my first day out of Tasmania after two weeks uh, after my operation and... This was pretty special because I just sort of sat down, had a wicked oat latte. You can see the love heart on there. It was one of the best oat lattes I've had in a little while. Little Pellegrino, kind of went all out a little bit, and then just sat down and read my book for about an hour, mate. And it was just, it was heaven, mate. I was just sitting there. I was relaxed. I was finally off my feet off my operation. And it was just one of those moments. I'm like, fuck, thank fuck. I'm back. Those are the moments when I feel the most successful. Yeah. It's just me and I, whatever task I'm doing, nothing yeah. else matters. It doesn't matter. You're not stressed. You're just relaxed. You're not, you know, work isn't buzzing you. It's just like you got your book, coffee. Did you post this on Twitter? I think so. I might have, yeah. Because you're like LeBron where you like, you open a book and pretend you read and then like everyone sees it and you're like sitting with them. I'm so smart. I read. I'm in a cafe and I'm sophisticated because I got Pellegrino. <laughs> Even though you probably just jumped on someone else's table that had it for you. Literally, I posted on Twitter. I looked up like, fuck, I'm going to look like the biggest wanker here. Like, look at Pellegrino guy. No, you look like a wanker. <laughs> oh, mate, that is that is incredible. And you also, before we wrap up, you told me about a little phone call you had, mate. You were at the airport. No. You. Do you want to tell the listeners about what happened here, mate? So, listeners, typical Ben, uh, you know, unorganized, uh, sort of just trying to cram too much in, fucking forgot what was happening, bit ADHD, all mapped into one. <laughs> Just a touch, mate. I'm on the way to the airport, got to go to Sydney. So I've been in Melbourne for less than 24 hours, had to go one night, had to leave at like 5.30 in the morning. And listeners, I actually even packed my bags the night before. I was being the peaceful warrior. I was like, get this disciplined. Packed up, packed my bags, everything ready to go. Just got up and went went to the airport. And on the way to the airport, I get this call, Burks. I'm just getting spammed. Like, who's, who's this motherfucker? Who's calling me? I'd never answer my calls. As the call, Mr. Simpson, this is uh, this is you know whoever it was Dan, head of uh, head of uh, head of service here at, at, at Crown Towers. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm great, mate. How are you? Do you want to do you want feedback? Is that you know you're after a survey? He's like, no, I'm actually after something else. I was like, oh god, here we go. Well, they reckon I fucking had a party or something. And Mr. Simpson, just wondering if you had a uh, an iPad in your room last night to order food. I was like, yeah, I ordered to order my my room service. He's like, oh okay, because we don't have that iPad anymore. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, we can't seem to find the iPad, sir. I was like, oh, okay. I wonder why that is. 
He's like, well, can you just check to see if you got it? Checked over, um, checked over my laptop bag. There's the fucking iPad. <laughs> you taxed the iPad, mate. Got, I've got the room service iPad. I'm like, oh, that's uh, that's not helpful. He's like, also, Mr. Sims, we've got something else. Like, oh, fuck. What, what else? You've also left your suit jacket in your three shirts here. Oh, right. The ones I need for the event tonight I'm going to Sydney for. <laughs> so I'm off to Sydney for an event that I don't have my jacket and I've got the Crown Towers, uh, you know, ordering uh, iPad in my bag. So off to a cracking start. Um, didn't have time to turn around. Just barreled in. I said, right, well, I'm not going to be back for a week and a half. So you either charge me or I'll be back in a week and a half and drop you off. You've got my shit. So, you know, I'm going to come back for it and yeah. um, I'll see you Sunday. So he's going to call me Sunday if I don't show up. This is what you were saying, mate. We're like ADHD people get themselves into terrible situations. Terrible. So you just need to be creative to get your way out of it. be creative, mate. It's so creative. So now I'm bartering with him for my get my clothes back and I'll bring his iPad. So uh, that's it, everyone. Thank you so much for uh, for tuning in to our personal update. It was good to, good to catch up, mate. So good. Yeah, I enjoy these episodes. Oh, and we're going out for a very fancy dinner. We are. Where are we going? To Kampai Yakiniku. So all the photos I put about amazing, put up about amazing sashimi. Um, oh, yeah. You know, salmon. You know where you cook like the really fancy wagyu and everything? Like, Actually, mate, I had Nobu on Sunday night. I've never been. I want to go. Oh, it's cracking, mate. The kingfish, the cod. Do you have the black meso cod? Yeah, black meso cod. No, it's next level. Yeah, next level, mate. Even the shop, soft shell crab. Bruh. Oh, mate. Now it's next level. You got to go. Oh, is there one here in Perth? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to go. You got to go. Right, man. Uh, right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you so much. We'd love for you to share it with a friend. Actually, probably your friends don't probably give a shit about us, but um, thank you for. Uh, but we give a shit about you. We give a shit about you. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. We're, we're actually, Bergs, um, we're, we're coming up on 10,000 downloads for the pod. Incredible, mate. So uh, it's, been, it's been super fun. Thank Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I don't think so. Anyway, we, we, we're, we're pushing through. Thanks everyone for listening. We'd love for you to give uh, some feedback. We've got a new Twitter up and running. You can tweet at us at Ben and Bergs on Twitter. Um, but yeah, we'd love for you to share with a friend, subscribe so you get our future episodes. This is how we grow the pod. And we'll see you on our next episode. Catch you later, champions.